Hi, this is Varun Haran, Principal Correspondent for Information Security Media Group in Asia. ISMG is pleased to be bringing you coverage from the RSA APAC conference in Singapore, which is happening between the 22nd and the 24th of July. And I have with me one of the keynote speakers, Raymond Gaines, who is the CTO for Trend Micro Technologies. Raymond is going to be speaking to us about the session that he's going to take and the significance of it and the global threat landscape and how it's evolving. Hi, Raymond. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Baba. Raymond, tell us a little bit more about your keynote session. Uh, actually, what I will talk about is the difference of APT, Advanced Persistent Threats and Targeted Attacks, because actually we at Trendmicro and also I am personally, I think we are doing the IT security industry a disservice if we call everything an APT. And I see a lot of companies here on the show floor saying APT, APT, and the solution against APT. APT is a term which was coined by the US Air Force actually back in 2006 to describe state-sponsored attacks against other states. So it's really government level to attack other countries or getting secrets from other countries. So when we misuse the term APT, we tell everybody that you need to be very important to be attacked. And I think the security industry is doing a disservice calling it APT because a mid-sized company in India then will say, oh, this doesn't affect me, this never will affect me. I'm not a target for a state, which is absolutely correct, they are not. So you're talking more about targeted attacks rather than a, a nation state sponsored attack. So now when you look at a, a small business, you know, how concerned should they be about targeted attacks in the current environment? Yeah. They really should be concerned about this because uh, staging a targeted attack is relatively cheap. Going back to state sponsored attacks, there recently was a hacking of the hacking team, which was a company out of Italy selling lawful interception. So offering the services to governments and you know I don't know if they're still in business how long they will be in business but all their assets have been stolen and everything was published including the contracts they had with government and states and when you look at the contracts when you look at the menu at the price list to buy an attack something sophisticated from them was at least 400,000 euro almost 500,000 US dollar I'm talking euro because they've been in Italy so the price list was in euro when you go into the underground, you almost get the same level of service of tools, but not zero day attacks for in total maybe 600, 700 US dollars per month. So a targeted attack is relatively easy to do. And when we talk about a mid-sized company in India, a competitor who wants your secret, when he knows how to buy the services from the Russian underground, he could get a perfect service to infiltrate his competitor and get all the secrets for $600. And this explains why every company could be affected because it's relatively cheap to attack. So what is the mitigation here? What do enterprises need to keep in mind in the current landscape? You have, like you said, targeted attacks available for as low as 600 euros. So how can you prevent your company from being breached? Actually, we need and every company needs to rethink security. The old tradition of doing perimeter defense doesn't work anymore. You still need anti-malware, but to keep away the noise. A lot of companies are saying antivirus, anti-malware is dead, which is stupid. Because if you switch it off, you can't survive anymore. It's the same like when you switch off anti-spam. The noise is too high. You have too many, you know, advertisement emails in your inbox. So you still need 
needed, but it's just baseline. It's a basic layer. You need to accept that your network is not shielded anymore, like in the past where we had the internet, the filters in the DMZ and your intranet, and you trusted everything in the internet because employees are moving in and moving out, notebooks, mobile devices, everything. And with a targeted attack, you just convince an employee within the company to click on something. And then this employee's computer becomes the insider threat and then the attacker could grab the information from within. So we need to talk about the zero trust environment and we have to design our networks to make them more resilient, number one. Number two, companies need to start to invest in breach detection systems because breaches will happen. The question is how soon you detect it. Think about the big attacks, think about Home Depot, Target uh, in US at the moment. Think about, you know, the Office of Personal Management of the US government, 21 million records stolen. And it didn't happen, you know, immediately. It happened over time. So the malware was within the environment for quite a while. So if you invest in a breach detection system and the processes around it, you detect a breach earlier. You don't stop a breach because if an attacker really wants to get in, he's getting in. But the job of every IT manager or everybody who takes care of IT security within a company is to detect a breach early and stop it early enough before all your assets are stolen. But you know, most times detecting advanced breaches or targeted attacks, like you say, goes just beyond the technology. You can't just buy technology and hope for it to work. There needs to be skills to drive it. There needs to be. So what are the people process part of fighting targeted attacks, for instance? For example, a Target or a Sony might have a huge security team, but most mid-sized companies won't even have a security team. Uh, correct. But uh, it's the same problem uh, exists at Target and other giants as it exists at a mid-sized company. I wonder, and I don't have an answer, but has Target done a proper risk assessment? What could happen to me? What is the worst thing happened to me? Every mid-sized company, every small company should ask the same. Then, what is your risk appetite? How much are you willing to invest? Could you invest in us to cover the last 5%, which then really gets expensive? And based on this, you develop your risk management strategy and policy. And only then you buy the tools. Because when you are here at RSA, it's a show floor. Everybody will say you have yeah, next generation solution Buy my next blinking box. And you're absolutely right. That's wrong. If you don't have the skilled stuff internal and it's difficult to hire these people, then a tool doesn't help you a lot. A lot of companies who have been breached all around the globe had the tools. Like I was at a cloud security alliance uh, lunch just now. And uh, one of the companies we're working with in India is Tata. And Tata not only does DDoS protection for companies, all size, including mid-size, they also offer now network-based breach detection systems using technology from Trendmicro because we believe that we need partners because the small companies can't do it anymore. But a giant like Tata, of course, could afford to have a few, not only a few, <laughs> a big team of security experts. And these guys could provide the service and it's scalable. While a small company might not have one guy really skilled on cybersecurity. A mid-size might have one or two guys, but it's still, hey, with what's going on, it's definitely sometimes better to rely on an external partner, maybe even just as the first layer of defense before you invest internal. So just wrapping up, coming back to your, your session, off the top of your head, what are the four or five security buzzwords that you completely disapprove? Uh, again, APT <laughs> is number one. Uh, silver bullet is number two. There is no silver bullet. Next generation. 
I'm tired of it. Trend Micro is in this business now for 26 years. We've seen so many things. And of course, we are confronted with buy me from startups every week. Don't you think me as a CTO and my team of architects don't look at these companies? And very often we see something and say, we had this idea before, but again, it will not work in real life. <laughs> and it never did. So uh, that's another buzzword. In general, these marketing buzzwords around IT security and the need to just ship tools to buy tools to solve a problem. That's the biggest thing. Again, you have to do a proper risk assessment. You have to define with the board your risk appetite and then you think about risk management and risk reduction with tools. Like when I hear install next generation anti-malware or something like this on your servers, I sometimes say, do you even need this on servers? Isn't it better to shield the servers to use whitelisting? Because on a server, you should know every host is running. Your stuff should know every host. It's impossible on a desktop, on a mobile system, but you better have full control over your critical service. And if you don't have, something fundamental is wrong. So don't believe in all the buzzwords our IT security industry is using. Thank you, Mr. Ganesh. Thank you. For ISMG, this is Varun Haran. Thank you for listening.